Welcome to the UK Consult Weekly Podcast with Jonathan Bradley and Elton Daddo, engagement practitioners and general consultation superheroes at Bang the Table in the UK. Hello and welcome to Jono and Elt's weekly ramble through all things online community engagement and public consultation. Now, particularly excited this week as it's been about a week or so since the football season returned. What are your thoughts so far, Jono? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I've tried watching a few matches and I can't get into it. And then I, I sort of listened to, I had Radio 5 Live on and they were talking about it. And apparently we're not even meant to compare it with the real thing. We just accept it for what it is. So it is what it is. And don't even remember the days of fans in the stadium. Almost put that out of your mind and watch it for what it is. But I'm struggling. Oh, see, I introduced that with such positivity and vigour and then and then you've immediately <laughs> thrown scorn over it. I mean, I think it's been quite good, um, but that's probably because I've not really watched any of it. <laughs> um, I, I understand there was a record attendance at Leeds United, wasn't there? Was it 28? Yeah, yeah, I reckon that's pretty their highest attendance. <laughs> now, I've only put that in there. You're trying to get your pin 45? <laughs> you're just checking if Matt's listening. I'm checking if Matt's listening. That's exactly why I'm doing it. So when he says, I'm going to listen to this on a Saturday with a cup of coffee and stuff like that, it will be a true test as to whether he does or not. Um, And obviously, if he does, then I will be collecting my P45 next week. So um, We won't won't say anything. We'll just just see. See Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to mention it at all. I'm not going to say, oh, Matt, we gave a shout out to you because, I mean, it's not a very polite one either. (laughs) No, I think it's... Yeah, I mean, technically then, it's a different product then. So what they're saying is the product of football is diminished by not having fans there and things like that. Um, and therefore, we've got to get used to So the new normal in sport is we're going to be substandard at everything. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, well, yeah, for now. But what you made me think, and this is something I might pick up on, on today's show as well, is to what extent were fans consulted? How much fan engagement has there been? Yeah, and I see a lot of clubs as well have done some really neat things with their stands. And I noticed our club, Man United, did a really cool thing with a quote from Matt Busby, you know, going up the up the stand there. And I wonder how much the fans were consulted on, you know, how to use that space yeah. to make it as welcoming as possible for the players when they go out there and play. And You know what we should get do is we should have a special guest on who knows about these things. Well, it's almost as if we've prepared this, isn't it? So <laughs> it's, it's funny you should mention that, Jono, because next week, next week, week seven of our podcast, we have got our first ever special guest. Um, and you've given a little bit of a hint. Now, we're not going to name them, obviously. And I, I, I can confirm it's not Des Lynham, but we do have a special guest next week who's going to be talking about not just on the subject of football, but across other other sporting areas as well. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Really, really excited about that. Yeah, we might have to extend the podcast by about 20 minutes for it, I think, because I think we're going to get really in, but we're going to get so many questions that we've got to ask them. And yeah, just really, really excited to have our first special guest, the first of many. Um, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a special edition. It is. Yeah, it'll be a special edition that we hope to do maybe once a month, once every few yeah. weeks, something like that, as and when people can confirm. Collector's item in the future. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, this will go down in history. So that's the first special guest for next week. Um, now, last week we had a cliffhanger around the letter B from Carolee Wire's book, which was you selected bird watching engagement for me. God, that was quite a tough. <laughs> it was quite a tough assignment and um, trying to find bird watching engagement examples. So I went straight to the top. I went to the RSPB website which for our global listeners is the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. Um, and I looked at their Get Involved community section. Um, so we can do this as a Judge Jono. So I'll outline what's on the site and how the community can get involved in decision making and things like that. And then just give your verdict. Now, it's not necessarily going to be bad every week. I know last week's example around airport engagement was particularly poor. They've got a Get Involved community section which is really good. So I thought, right, well, that's that's the place to start. Um, and then what they do is they list out a lot of discussion forum posts where community members can upload images, bird song sounds, they can upload little um, sound bites, and then people comment on them or identify what the birds are. So I thought that was that was really cool. And then they do have the ability within that forum tool to like each other's comments. The only other type of engagement I could readily see, and it wasn't really about decision making within RSPB, but they do have a lot of blog posts under which people of all ages um, do Q&A with experts and video content. Um, and they, yeah, there's a lot of video content on there, as you'd expect, of people uploading, uploading stuff on there. In terms of their level engagement then with the communities and with, with members as well, what does Judge Jono make of that? Oh, Elton, I'm liking, I'm, I'm liking the sound of that. It sounds uh, good, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and you know what? It could all be about policy, you know, and, you know, what is the policy on looking after endangered species and all the things like that and what have you. But they've gone down what we would call a less transactional route. They've gone for more continuous engagement. Um, yes. Which we, you know, we're big fans of. So uh, that sounds really encouraging. Yeah, yes, yeah, I did. I did pretext this by saying it's not going to just be bad examples every week for you to get stuck into. <laughs> there might be some really good examples and bird watching engagement. Yeah, and I think them as kind of leading the way in terms of bird watching. You know, Bill Oddie would be very proud. Um, and they've got some of those forum posts as well. They've got over two thousand contributions stuff like that so really you know it's a really well used and visited site and everyone gets involved it's it's pretty good they don't use the only thing i did think was they don't use a really broad range of tools and no. the ones they do use they use very very effectively I yeah think. i mean we don't need to get into a flap about that really <laughs> oh no i think we should end it there <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be my Meldrew moment. That took a lot of mental energy to dig that out. <laughs> well, we'll fly on to the next topic then. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, it's just going to carry on along now, isn't it? <laughs> um, so my phone over then. <laughs> At least you didn't knock the coffee over your laptop. I nearly did that on a, another Zoom call um, the other day, a skeletons yeah, of Zoom type thing. Zoom gets a break this week, doesn't it? Well, it does, but now I have mentioned it, I did nearly faint on a Zoom call yesterday and I was explaining to a client of ours that I wasn't sure whether that was due to the really hot weather that we're having at the moment or it was Zoom fatigue. Now, I don't know how I would ever decipher which one it was, but it could have been the Zoom fatigue or a combination of the two. Or well, you could do a controlled study so you could replicate exactly the same meeting but in, yeah. in a cooler um, environment and see if the same thing happens. 
That's a really good idea. You have to have had the same food and drink as well, everything, the same amount of sleep. So it's got to be very controlled. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This is going to be an entire scientific experiment. So I have my cornflakes and other cereals and breakfast types are available. Yeah, I'd have to do everything at the same time. Now, it's the same temperature today. So what I was thinking I could do is sit in the same room in the same place, in the same temperature, not do a Zoom call and see how I feel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I reckon we're on to something here, or you just might not bother. <laughs> <laughs> I might do. You might wonder where I am later, and it'll just be I'm just sitting in front of the screen, but just not on a on a video call, um, <laughs> just just for an hour to see how I get on. Have you got a um, a sort of new site of the week or something that has made you really happy? Yes, I have. So, new project launch in Engagement HQ, and there were hundreds of them for a reason that I'll come on to later when we go into the stats of the week as well. But um, your say, South Essex, 2050. Now, that's forward thinking for you. Uh, what's that, 30 years? Yeah, it's, it's advanced planning. Yeah, I might not even get there. Wow. I was thinking maybe, you know, 2040 or something like that, possibly. <laughs> I'll be well grumpy by then. <laughs> Can you imagine the podcast? Oh, Winning yeah. 78. Oh, dear. So we won't be podcasting by then. Be virtual reality. We won't even have to think or speak for ourselves. Just like, yeah. Just wake up and the podcast will have been created by Alexa. Um, and, and, of, and other types of Alexas are available. <laughs> you just don't know what their names are. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember either. Now, that's another Meldrew moment for me as well, um, Alexa, because she never understands anything I say or, or does what I ask. It's just really pointless. So, But anyway, yeah, we can't get into that. So really exciting to stay positive. Your Say South Essex 2050, for all the young people out there who will still be there, <laughs> Work Advanced Consultancy um, worked with the Association of South... I can never say this. It's called a sailor <laughs> in brief. So Association of South Essex Local Authorities to engage the communities in South Essex on a range of pertinent issues as they develop a vision and plan for working together. So all, across all sectors of government, businesses, residents and the voluntary sector. Um, and then what they did was they put in a stories tool in Engagement HQ called South Essex Today, What Makes the Region Special, which I thought was a really, really good way of drawing out those um, deep stories from the community. And they launched a survey called SE 2050, Have Your Say on Shaping the Future of the South Essex Region. And then they've done an ideas board called Tell Us Your Ideas About What South South Essex Could Look Like in 2050. It's quite a frightening prospect, isn't it? But really, really ambitious. Um, and then a lot of other supporting information about the research that's, that's gone into this and work advanced consultancy have worked really, really hard on it um, with a sailor. So, yeah, I'll, I'll include that in the blurb, the link to that, because it is yeah. now live and people can contribute. And obviously any of our listeners who live in that, that um, South Essex region will obviously want to get involved. So I'll put that up on the on blurb. Did you did you have anything that came up that really whetted your appetite for engagement this week? Oh, I really have. It made me so happy as well. But I don't know if I can actually name the site yet because whilst it looks like it's out there in the world, I don't think it's been promoted yet. And so I think they just want a bit of time to let it bed in before we promote it. But I'll I'll see if I can get the blurb. But anyway, it's a whole hub. So it's a site within a site because we can do that on Engagement HQ. And the whole hub is about the whole local area becoming carbon neutral. Um, oh, that's fantastic. 
Yeah, so it's got so within that you've got projects where people can find out about climate change projects, events, and activities. They've got a carbon neutral blog where people where they'll have guest bloggers um, on there um, that people then can get involved in. They've got um, an ideas bank. What a wonderful way of using the ideas tool and calling it an ideas bank. Speaks for yeah, I love that bank of ideas yeah. on how we can make a whole place carbon neutral. And then they're using other things like stories and discussion forums. And I can imagine the community in this particular area, do you know how hard it is not to say it? <laughs> very, very hard. We're really going to rally around it. So if we don't put the link out on this podcast, we'll, we'll bring it up again next week and mention it, mention it then. But it's yeah. really great to see local authorities in the UK getting the hang of um, online engagement. It's fantastic because, you know, we've been a bit behind. You know, our friends in Australia you know they're way ahead of us in terms of how they do online engagement so this is this is great to see and we're not competitive in ba at bang the table obviously um but we'd like to we're all in it together we're all in it together but we want to have the best sites in the world you know so yeah uh, no it's good to have that kind of friendly level of competition though and actually you know talking of those those sites um i did a demonstration yesterday with some some people up in Scotland around cycle planning cycle paths and things like that and the sites that I showcased in the main were from Australia there was a couple of really good examples of engagement HQ sites in, in Canada really cool ways of um, where they put out linear things on maps and dots and all sorts of other really exciting whizzy stuff and um, I often use those those global sites um, in Australia particularly as well they're really really good yeah. So it's a big shout out to Team Aussie. Team Oz. Team Oz. Team Oz. Yeah, I might have I might have redeemed myself slightly after the Leeds United comment there. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be the end of the road after all. And let me tell you, Alan, about one of the important things about some of this is having a bit of a mental discussion and debates with people within Bang the Table about this concept of vanishing democracy, you know, where especially after the during the COVID nineteen situation you know is democracy being taken away from us by stealth um and yeah. and is this the fight back is the resistance movement at that local authority level by getting people involved getting people engaged so it's it's not at the level of national democracy like participating in party politics it's actually can we make democracy work better at that very local local level and i, I think it could be i think it could be that part of that as well was that you know there's been a lot of talk about local journalism really struggling going out of business and all that sort of stuff and what if community engagement becomes the new form of local journalism the voice of the yeah. people the heartbeat of the community what's going on out there what are people talking about yeah exactly. we are our sites just more projects which is which simply are just a call to action saying what's going on yeah what's going on as simple as that and people just say hey this is happening in my neighborhood yeah, I think it's really good. And what it brings through again is that thread that keeps coming through in our um, podcast each week around leadership. So councils showing leadership, bringing community members into this really important decision making and, and showing great leadership across their, yeah. their borough, basically. So, yeah, we see that a lot in London. We work a lot with um, London authorities as well, but also right the way across the UK now, some fantastic examples of leadership coming through in terms of the way people are consulting and taking the bull by the horns and saying, well, actually, no, we're not going to, we're not just going to sit back and take decisions without getting people involved just because we can't get get them in a room for an hour a month or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's very important. Now, we introduced last week a new feature, which was very exciting, which was stat of the week. 
So what was your stat of the week for this week? Before you go any further, Elton. <laughs> no. I think we need a jingle. We haven't got any jingle. So oh. before start of the week, we play a little jingle. I'm going to ask for a jingle to be included. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can do it, can't we? There you yeah. go. Anyway, well, stat of the week, believe it or not, trust in local government in June 2020 is the highest it's ever been since they started doing the opinion poll. Trust in local government, because I can imagine trust in national government might be the lowest. <laughs> yeah, that's not so good, but trust in yeah. local government. Um, yeah. 21% of people surveyed trust uh, uh, trusted in their local government, and that's the highest it's ever been. For me, that's like, wow. Now, what a great platform for that leadership piece to yeah. Forward more engagement to be better at online participation. Now's the time, you know, you're at the top of your game. I mean, in the grumpy part of me then says, well, what about the 30% or 29% who don't, uh, don't trust local government? So, yeah, but they're there for the turning, as they are. As the Prime Minister once said, the lady's not for turning. I know it's something else. But, <laughs> but they are there for the turning, and digital engagement's only going to increase as well, because as we know, the youth are incredibly active. And actually, that brings me in on, on the subject of youth to my stat of the week. And that's the number 36. What do you think that relates to? Could Ooh, be anything. Um, <laughs> Just naming a random number. number of goals that Cantona scored in his first season at United. No, I don't think he ever really hit the 30s mark, but then he did. It might be the number of assists, though, because I think yes. I, I recall him and Giggs used to have an incredible assist to goals ratio between them, just those two. So it could, it could easily be that. I'm going for that. Okay, well, I'd have to check. <laughs> but, um, it might well be close to that. No, that was the number of projects that were launched in Engagement HQ by study group in one week last week. Wow, that's going some, isn't it? That is absolutely unbelievable. Now, it's across a broad range of things. Obviously, they're launching a lot of projects in support of their Prepare for Success course, which is an online course predominantly for, for students around Asia. And they've now I can't I'm going to get some screenshots from them so I can include those. They're protected sites for, for obvious reasons. It's a lot of under 18s who are involved in this as well. They've been overwhelmed positively with the responses and the engagement levels, as we would expect, given the fact that their you know, entire community that they're aiming at is a student community who are very, very digitally skilled and are very keen to engage in, in the subject matter they're putting out there. So I'm not going to name all 36 of them, but just to take a few examples, they've got expand your vocabulary, language learning strategies, speaking English in different environments, motivation to learn, accents and dialects. They've done some sort of mapping thing whereby they outline an accent or dialect in the UK, and then they get students to drop a pin on it to try and guess where the accent's from. What a really wow. fun way. Yeah. So they're trying to get them, keep them involved, even though they're not face to face in the UK and give them a little bit of a British insight as well as to the sorts of things they probably would hear if they were here. Then they've done a lot of surveys and then they've got a lot of strategic partners, like university partners as well. And they're launching projects on, on their behalf. So, wow. yeah, I was just amazed. I was scrolling down this huge list and I was like, wow, that's a lot in terms of uh, numbers of projects for one week. But really, really exciting as well. Yeah. And then the other, well, I've kind of I've got two stats. 
The other one is a bit of a shameless plug, but for our podcast. So 1,232 was the number of views on my LinkedIn post for last week's podcast. So yeah. I'm thinking, is that fame? It's a, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a sniff of or a whiff of fame. Whiff of fame. I guess if we combine yeah. it with the fact that I'm not the only person who puts that out, that's just yeah. my yeah. post. We add all those together. I mean, he is approaching some level of stardom. I'd like to say, Elton, unlike people on like Love Island and those sorts of shows, we're not doing this for fame. No, I know, I know. But we're, it just, we're just this is passion. This is passion. It's a passion project, which is exactly what Bang the Table's formation was underpinned by, as I understand it. So there you go. Sometimes with passion, you have to live with fame. Yes. Yeah, that will be a test for you. <laughs> it might be a test for me. God, I mean, I haven't got any more hair to lose. So even if we're doing this when you're when you're seventy eight, there might be a few more wrinkles involved and things like that. But it is gonna, it's certainly gonna test my resolve if we get truly famous. But we might actually need Des Lynham for that. Probably, so I'll, I'll keep it in the pipeline. Well, I remember what I was going to say is that the study group site. Maybe we should promise our thousands of listeners um, a case study sometime down the line definitely and i'm almost 100 percent certain that they would be interested in doing that and also one or two of them might be interested to come on our podcast and talk yeah. about the experience of it you know let's get, they're, they're extremely busy people let's let them bed down with it and then see how it goes with their course and then maybe once their course is concluded yeah we'll get them on and then get a get a case study on there as well and get some screenshots and um, because as i say we can't share the site it's the sites themselves unfortunately be, being protected right so on that really happy note meldrew moments so you i think you had one this week did you just the one i've got i've got one and then I, what i'm going to do this week is nominate another meldrew i'm thinking about like fellow grumpies so my particular moment only happened just before we went on, on air, so to speak. I got a notification from my Mac telling me that my mouse, Apple mouse, other mouses are available, telling me that it's running out, it's run out of charge. It was dangerously low, and I must yeah. plug it, and I had to charge it using a USB connection. So I'm like, right, fine, that's okay. I don't mind, obviously. That's not a big ask, is it? But no. does, does the MacBook have a USB port? No. No. So, so you have to get all sorts of adapters and... Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> I had to go all the way downstairs and play. Oh, no. And, and then I had to rig up my keyboard and, and, and you know, you know how you fall into, like, a system of working? Like, your yeah. hand goes there, your coffee cup goes there, your phone yeah. goes there. It's all laid out. You're comfy. You know what? You know where everything is. No, that was all upset. Oh, oh no! With that for a couple, about an hour or so. Who does that? Why would you make a mouse that's made by Apple and a MacBook that is made by Apple, but you can't charge it via? Can't connect the two. Yeah, and you can't connect it to the screen because I've got like a monitor because that's got another different type of connection. It's just yeah. connector crazy. So it's trying to go into the the world whereby we don't need cables anymore, but actually needing more cables with some adapters stuck to them in order to get anything to work. So bringing this back to the day job, what engagement does Apple do on things like connectors 
or does it just announce them? Well, I think it's sales and marketing driven to the extent that that's purposely why they change ports. And we were told this actually when we went into the Apple shop, they purposely change ports on things from time to time to force people to go in. It's like people publishing new editions of books and then changing one sentence to eliminate the secondhand market in that case. But yeah, they'll change ports and things all the time so that people always upgrade to the latest version. So it's all, it's all sales sales driven rather than community focused action and let me tell you about my grumpy nomination roy Keane. <laughs> he is i'm grump he Let's is really that. grumpy. tell me if you can hear this i'm going to play it right i'm hoping you can hear it <laughs> if not i will just talk about it but ready hey, and they're here I wouldn't even let them under boss after the match. Hey, well, get a taxi back to the match. Look, these are established international players. And we're all sitting there, and I know we have to analyse the game. Analyse it till the coach come home. You do your job. We're trying to get the top four. Not with Leeds, by the way. We're just trying to get the top four. God forbid about winning trophies. Shocking. I am. I am disgusted with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that is grumpy. It's his accent that makes it even better, though. It's almost like a work of art, isn't it, the way he does it? But that is like, you know, De Gea made a mistake and there was a goal and also a hard shot. But, you know, it's not even going to let him on the bus. He's got to get a taxi back to Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> Just sat in the back of a black cab on his own or thumbing a lift or something like that. I'd hate hard. to be in the same room when Roy Keane's mouse runs out of power. Yes. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh... Oh, my God, that would be anyway, uh, a really good example. There's my grumps for the week. Well, I've got two, but I'll rattle through them quite quickly. One of them only really requires about four words, and I just cannot get my head round. Why is there no cricket being played? Yeah. There's, there's, there's no logic behind it at all if rugby's being – I can understand um, football's being played. I can understand rugby with scrums, things like that, although I guess if everyone's tested beforehand, etc., might be possible – um, but cricket, no one stands anywhere near each other. The slips are probably the closest, and they're usually a metre, well, they're usually two metres apart, aren't they? Don't understand it. If they're not all sharing the same dressing room, you can play a game of cricket. You know, it's got to be pretty bad for the clubs and stuff like that as well. I know they get a lot of fan-based revenue, but they still get TV money and stuff like that for airing games. Yeah. You know, a lot of them are quite skinny. Definitely something to be grumpy about. And again, what fan engagement has there been? Are people not being consulted? I've been having a look on Twitter. I put in a keyword search, not consulted, and it's coming up everywhere. People saying, oh, I've not been consulted about this. I've not been consulted about that. It really is all over the place. Yeah. So it seems to be that people are not, maybe they're not being consulted. They're just not being consulted. And and then the other one that I had was why, I mean, the, how many times each week do we say or write the word engagement? Hundreds. I can't, I always, it always comes out wrong. It always comes out engagement or engag, yeah. all the E's come out all over the place. I always have to correct it. But it's a pivotal part of our job. And it's one of the words we would write more than any other. And I just can't get it right. And it's been no. years now because I used to deal with um, student engagement a lot. And even then, engagement, engagement. I think, and, oh. I think it's the position of the keys on the keyboard. Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I think it's just that flicking across. And... Look how easy it is to type yes. That's easy. Y, yeah. E, S. But N, yeah. it's all over the keyboard engagement. Oh, so if any existing or prospective clients get an email from me now that has the word yes in place of where it should say engagement, please do <laughs> please do bear with me because <laughs> I can type that one. That's fine. 
<laughs> but no, that was it. And then How Not to Murder Your Grumpy by Carol E. Wire. Now, I was going to ask you what you thought the E stood for. I was going to go with Elizabeth. Yeah, I, Elizabeth. I think I, it's Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Middle name's Elizabeth. And my daughter. Ah. And my daughter. That's, so that's why that popped into my head. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to bank on that and then we will ask her. And then and obviously now, if we're wrong. Now we'll know if, if she's listened all the way to the end because it's quite a long one this week. Yeah. So we've tested Matt at the start, haven't we, with my P45 moment around Leeds United attendance. And we've tested Carol at the end. So we're testing our core fan base to see if they, A, listen to it at all. <laughs> or just pay lip service to it, or B, listen all the way through. That's yeah. quite a cunning tactic. <laughs> Do you want your assignment for next week? Yes, let or us see. something else to quickly cover? No, 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 no. So we're on C in How yeah. Not to Murder Your Grumpy. There's quite a lot of choices in here. Caravans, coin collecting, cooking, calligraphy. So a whole host of things. But I'm going to go for camera, as in the real ale drinking Organization. Oh, and I, I wonder what type of consultation and community engagement camera get involved in. Well, I'm going to enjoy researching this. You are. <laughs> you might have, have a couple, might have to have a couple of beers while we do the next one. I might have a couple of yeasty boys and other ales are available um, okay. while I consider this. Yeah, while I research it. But um, no, I will. I will look into it and get back to you. HSD in Cornwall. Nice. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's going to be an enjoyable one to research. They were, yeah. They're all enjoyable, but particularly enjoyable in this hot weather. But no, I've got one final thought before we close then. So I saw this on Twitter this morning and it just it was just quite funny. So imagine being a spy right now, stuck at home, trying to convince your family you have a normal job. Oh, <laughs> really interesting thought. Or do they count as key workers? See, I don't know. I don't know. That's something to think about. And it's amazing that you can always bring something back to public consultation and engagement because like if I if I'm in a party and somebody says, What do you do? It's much easier to say, I can't tell you I'm a spy than actually yeah. explain working in public engagement and consultation is yeah. It's, it's far too hard and people just glaze over. They're like, Oh <laughs> immediately. It's just being polite. <laughs> sometimes like if you just say you're an astronaut or a spy. It's a lot yeah. faster because they know what that is. Everyone knows what an astronaut does. Getting yeah, exactly. Getting a rocket, you know, and they go to space. You know, a sportsman or something like that. People know what. Yeah, they can, they can put it into their heads. They can picture it instantly. Yeah, professional um, darts player. I, I know what that is. Yeah. It's easy. Immediately, Phil Taylor comes into your mind at the hockey in the good old days. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, on that very positive note i will look into camera real ale whilst also drinking it and um as always a fantastic catch-up and we look forward to bringing on our first special guest next week until next time until next time thank you for tuning in to the uk consult join us for future conversations each week as we continue to explore the tremendous meaningful and ever-evolving world of digital consultation and community engagement you can view additional educational resources at bangthetable.com.